All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Not the Final Cut. I'm your host, Greg Susi, here with your host, Sam Brown, and two guests today, actually. Uh, my brother, Mike Susi, and Sam's brother, Paul Brown. What's up, guys? How we doing? How's it going? Not bad, not bad. Good to have you two on, finally, since we'll probably be having some guests on here uh, as we go forward. I think a thing we could, fun thing we could do is just ask, uh, what's one movie? Because I think, what's your favorite movie? It's like the dumbest question ever. So I think, what's one movie that you would take to like a desert island? Just that you, if you had to watch it over and over again, what would it be? Don't all say it once. <laughs> I should probably, I should probably say the one movie that I've watched probably more than any other movie in my life. That's Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber is your one go-to desert island. I don't know. It's got to, it's, it's in the conversation. I don't know. Oh, I respect my- the choice. Very rewatchable. I, I like that. You know, initially I was gonna I was gonna say something like Arrival, but that's more like my favorite movie. I'm thinking maybe Monster House, something seasonal that's got some comedy. Monster in there. House. Yeah. Also, I'm on a desert island. I can't watch anything heavy. You got yeah, You sure. have to keep it light. If it's not a if it's not a comedy, you're a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah so someone takes Monster sh- House. Someone takes Schindler's List to their desert island. <laughs> Yeah, they're no they're not they're they're in, they're living in a really dark place. <laughs> All right, so um, Sam and I we also start off with uh, most shows, you know, just with a you know what are we watching recently? Um, so Sam, why don't you why don't you kick us off? Anything you've seen recently that you really like? Um, since the recording of the last uh, episode, I have not watched any movies, so I don't really have that much to say here. <laughs> Uh, I, in the next few days, I'm going to be watching uh, David Cronenberg's movie Naked Lunch, which is about a exterminator who uh, gets high on his like pesticides and hallucinates that things are turning into bugs. So, jeez, oh, I will be watching that soon, but I haven't yet. Mike, how about you? I can tell you, I won't be watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm it's harder for me I could probably tell it's probably hard it's probably easier to say what I haven't been watching on tv easier because yeah, I watch just about everything um but the most so the most recent movies I watched probably my catching up on the Marvel Cinematic Universe that's right I did I went that through was... I, binged, I binged it yeah basically. did you have a favorite did you have a favorite yeah well you mean other than Endgame <laughs> Yeah, probably Civil War. All right, that's 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 my like number three, I think, besides the the two biggies at the end. But um, Paul, how about so you you said you watched a lot of TV though, Mike? Yeah, so I watched a well. We we went we watched um, No Murders in the Building um, recently. Short, right? Yeah, very good actually. Re- really good show. Uh, nice. That and. Um, We've been plugging away at, at some other stuff. Nice. Paul, how about you, man? So uh, th- this weekend watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. I don't know if that's been mentioned, but uh, it, it was uh, interesting. They, they brought the characters back at the end, at least, and that was kind of kind of nice. But it, it was a it was an entertaining movie. It, you know, it wasn't super deep or good or anything, but it was entertaining. 
I've also been watching more TV though lately. So I've been watching some of the Apple TV stuff. Um, nice. The Ptolemy Gray and uh, Severance. So it's been nice. interesting. Someone needs yeah, to give me TV subscription so I can watch Ted Lasso. Uh, oh, Ted Lasso is great. Oh, That's yeah. on the list. Yeah, we, we gotta, we gotta more. We have to more fairly split up these subscriptions. Right it's now, it's your, kind of a one-sided battle. I literally have everything else you could possibly <laughs> need. Just give me it. Just get Apple TV. And give me that, and that's all you need. All right, sounds good. I have the Disney but... bundle. I have Netflix. <laughs> plus, I have cable with HBO and Showtime. So, yeah, definitely time, time to step up. But yeah. No, since um, since our last episode, though, Sam, I don't think. I have not watched a movie, but yesterday, between our last recording and this one, I killed a show in a day on Netflix. It's called Midnight Mass. Did I talk about that last time? I think you mentioned, I mentioned it, it to, briefly. To I don't know if we're privately. recording yet. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I killed a show in a day. That was kind of all I watched recently. But all right. So, all that being said, I think we can get into it here. So, we're doing. Paul, you're kind of in the dark here. Mike, you've seen the list. Sam, you have a list and I have a list. We're going to be playing a game called Love One, Lose One. So basically, you know, we're going to list off a, a matchup of like a similar actor, similar actor matchup, similar director, or like a franchise deal or just any kind of scenario. It could be even like a one-off movie. And you basically just, whichever one you love stays, whichever one you lose, it's gone. Say goodbye to it. And then you got to make the hard choice because a lot of these are brutal as Michael pointed out <laughs> some were brutal some were almost like unfairly brutal yeah all right so sam i think you've got your list i've got mine paul and michael and paul if you want to just think of them off cuff if you want to like pitch some let's get it rolling i'll get, the, like get, the, juices, get yeah. the juice flowing and all yeah I'll, and if, one, if, if, if the spirit moves you jump in with one but first one um, Sam, if you want to go first, you, you got one up that you uh, want to throw out there? Uh, to give Paul a little bit of a, a fair shake, I'm going to give him one that I believe I have asked him in the past a few times, and that is uh, the filmography of Danny Villeneuve or the filmography of Christopher Nolan. I know those are two of his favorite <laughs> directors. So what are your thoughts there, Paul? Yeah, so both really intense uh, get the mind mind provoked, but I think I'd have to go with Christopher Nolan just because I think there's some more entertainment there. I think in in the you know the whole whole portfolio, so I'd go That's Christopher Nolan. Keeping. Yeah, yeah, I keep. Yeah. Yep. That's so, the right Rivals, one of my you know favorite movies. It's it's gonna have to go. I'm gonna be the yeah. black sheep here. Uh, I think. Of the two directors, Christopher Nolan has made my favorite movie out of all of them in Memento, but I think they're both very deep filmographies. At the bottom half, I like Prisoners, uh, yes. um, Sicario, uh, some Enemy. of Enemy, some of those that are probably lower half of the list more than I like the lower half of the list of Nolan where it's Tenet which I think is okay. Um, Man, lower half. Yeah, I, I definitely. I think that might be my least favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Jeez. Um, wow. until, you said, until you said Prisoners, I wasn't sure that I'd seen a uh, 
a Villeneuve movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have. <laughs> Dude, he also, also did recently. The, the new uh, Dune this year, if you've seen yeah. that. Well, yeah, I knew, so I knew he did Dune, but like I, that Blade Runner. Like, I hadn't seen. I hadn't seen any of those. I'm 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 very behind on movie watching. Yeah, Enemy's Dude. messed up. I'll, I'll tell you where my cutoff of movies started, and it was probably well, it it coincides with graduating college and being introduced to Breaking Bad because <laughs> that and got then you me, just cheated that on got me into TV, TV and I never turned back. Yeah, that's fair. So Breaking Bad is very anything, good. Anything post twenty eleven on the movie scene is going to be real shoddy for me. That's all right. So, so what if you're an older guy joining the crowd? <laughs> so, so Lily, Greg, you graduated. You graduated. Hold on, you graduated college. Decided to write a movie, and then just decided, nah, I'm never gonna watch one again. No, I was still in. I was still in college when we wrote the uh, movie. Okay. All right. So, I had a Nolan Tarantino matchup. I'll toss that out there since we're on Nolan right now, just to like kind of put that behind. I'd still say Nolan because he's like my number one. Like hands down but um does anyone else stick with no one or do they make a switch here it wasn't besides sam who knows i'm, I'm gonna do it. no one on this one that really that does, it makes it a little harder yeah because tarantino has you know he has a great lineup of movies so i mean i i'd still stick with nolan but that that does put a, put a wrench in it you gotta be in a mood to watch a tarantino movie yeah that's true yeah, that's what Paul said. Doesn't mean they're not good. More you gotta be in the mood for it. There's Christopher Nolan movies. I think you can just watch under pretty much any circumstance. True. So this one is is more of a, a general, um, like broad topic. But especially since Michael said he's been watching Marvel movies recently, I have uh, the entire MCU, all 23 films or whatever. Or every movie released before 1980. So, which one would you lose, and which ones you love? This is hard. I could, I could lose, I could lose the MCU. I'll tell you that right now. I would so also did, pick the MCU. Well, you said before 1980. Yes. So yeah, you have to think about this. Like earlier, Sam sent me this, and I didn't think this would be hard. And I started looking. I was like. Okay, there's not much right away that's popping up, but then I started looking deeper. I'm like, all right, Jaws, Godfather. There's like a lot of really good movies. Hmm? Star Wars came out before 1980. Only, I think, episode four. Return of the Jedi was 81, I think. Yeah, two out of three. But I started looking, I was like, if you have the 80s in there, it's no contest. But it's at least, I'd still say like lose the MCU, but it's a harder choice, definitely. Paul, what, about Paul you? what are your thoughts? Jinx. Yeah, I think, you know, lately I've been watching some of the older movies with Sam, even some of the, you know, something, you know, from the 50s, black and white movies from the 30s. And there's some entertaining stuff. So, oh, yeah. I hard to lose them. Hard to get rid of Casablanca. Yeah. Nosferatu, Citizen Kane. I, I, I think it's a good movie. I think Citizen Kane's the most yeah. overrated movie of all time. It, it it is I think it's overrated <laughs> as well, but I do think it's good. So it is. It's just so highly rated that it's hard to like not call it overrated. But Paul, you're right. It's, it, I mean, it's it is good. There's there's plenty of movies out there that are good, but people just like rate them so highly that they just can't like. Yeah, I'm well, sure at the time. No, like, yeah. 
Paul brought up an interesting thing. He just mentioned Nosferatu. And in a, a different episode we recorded, I talked about uh, Werner Herzog's Nosferatu remake. And that's 75. So pre-80, you lose 1922 Nosferatu and Werner Herzog's remake. And I like, I really love both of those movies. Yeah. I think three of my top five favorite movies ever are pre-1980. Uh, those being Suspiria, which came out in 77, uh, Nobuhiko Obayashi's House, which also was 77, uh, and um, last year, Marion Bad, I believe, was in the 60s. So yeah, those are one, three of my top five that are gone. One other point is, like, Hitchcock's whole filmography is before 1980. <laughs> so I mean, you're just emitting him. And yeah, like, like, I agree with you, Paul. There's a lot of really good ones, like, even like Mr. Smith goes to Washington, rear, like so many in like the 40s to like late 30s, early 40s are really good, like kind of before we were at war deeply. <laughs> All right, this is an interesting one. Keeping on the Superman wave or on the superhero wave, um, Batman versus Spider-Man. Just all movies associated with either one of those. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. That's hard because there's way more Batman movies than Spider-Man. Okay, movies. fine. Like, way only, more. Okay, only uh, past like two two thousand then. So you're our modern Batman's and our modern Spider-Man's. Because then you have three Spider-Man, three Batman. Wait, wait, wait. What? Mm-mm. Hold on, hold on. First of all, I what are you people. considering? Meant, mo- what are you considering modern? I meant like people. Like as past the year two thousand, you have three Spider-Man and three Batman. Oh, oh, I see false i'm pretty sure one of the like batman returns or something was in the early 2000s oh really yeah like one of the ones with kilmer uh i think the i think the clooney movie was 99 was that the last one i believe so before 2005 christopher Nolan's. and don't come up in here saying all right my movie knowledge is out of date and then Start yeah, you're hitting me with me. 99 and 2000. 97. Well, that's my that's my lifetime. <laughs> All right, what do you think though, Batman or Spider Man? No, so Nolan Batman or any Spider Man. Nolan Batman, the new Robert Pattinson, the Batman, which was insane, and then okay. obviously you have, you have Ben Affleck in Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Can I just get rid of that and keep everything else? <laughs> no. I'm get I'm getting rid of Spider Man. I'm also getting rid of Spider-Man. Dark Knight was too Really? Good. I'm keeping Spider-Man, actually. I'm, yeah, I'm keeping I, it because of the, the post-2000. Uh, that's an interesting... So that's, that's an interesting... That is that's an, there's an interesting uh, justification there. Because yeah, you still... I, got, even if you get rid of Nolan, you still have, you still have Clooney, Kilmer, and Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> to fall back yeah, on. Yeah, like... I, you know, and Nicholson, it's all Nicholson. Batman. I'm going Batman. It's hands down. Yeah, yeah. This is this is going to be a split because even though Dark Knight is my favorite I can, movie, I can get on board with that justification. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. I I just caught on to what you're saying. Okay, yeah, that makes but sense. But then you, yeah, you have objectively more movies though. That so, like, I'm trying to like level it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, given that condition, I'd I'm so are, fall, though. I'd, oh, so are you are you are you adding the condition that the other ones just don't exist? No, no, I was just, hmm? all right. If you want to do it that way, I'd still <laughs> this is, say this is way too of a highly conditional hypothetical. And, and how about like the, uh, 
the other movies from the MCU that has Spider-Man or Spider-Man in it. Isn't no, no, I was going strictly Spider-Man movies. Like he's oh, like a kid movie. Now, if you want to open the field entirely, you're welcome to do that. I'll any still movie with Spider-Man, Spider-Man in it or any movie with Batman with in Batman it. In I'm it. keeping Batman. You also, yeah, and I'm keeping Batman as well. I'm keeping Batman. Spider-Man. I, again, Dark Knight is my favorite movie ever, but after No Way Home and what that was, I don't know. That did so, something for me. <laughs> for me, uh, I... You know, I, I obviously, the Nolan movies are great. Dark Knight's incredible. The other two are good, very good movies. I don't, for whatever reason, attach to them as much as other people seem to. Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises. Uh, so it kind of, if we're doing the, the post-2000 thing, comes down to the, the new newest Batman versus the True. Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. And I think the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies are good, but I really, really liked the newest Batman. And I yeah, that new the new Batman was really it, good. It's just, it's perfectly tailored to my style of movie. So I, still I, have to I see that. It's good. Oh, we lost Greg. He tapped his. Fine. We don't need him. <laughs> yeah, he'll join back in a second, probably. Right, better without the host. <laughs> yeah, uh, that. Oh man. It was intense, though. The entire movie is intense. Yeah, like, it's, that's another one. I, I feel like I got to be in a mood. To, and it's long, too, right? Like, long yeah, and intense. That's, it's captivating. It keeps you into it, though, the whole time. Like, I don't think you need to be in a mood, necessarily. You have to be willing to sit down for that amount of time, which I know is your whole gripe with, like, movies versus TV well, no, shows. So, no, because I have been, I mean, I have binge-watched TV before, right? But, like, not, I've never, here's, here's my other thing, too, right? with tv right like tv i don't go into it with the intent of being like obsessed and i just become obsessed right like a movie like i am i have to like mentally prepare myself now to sit down for like three hours (laughs) but but i will i will accidentally sit down for seven right exactly it's interesting because yeah i i see what you mean it's a weird feel it's a it's not it like takes you on a different and, ride, and it's yeah. it, it it is more like it is more like addicting in that way. Yeah. I a lot of times for me, it's just looking at the runtime and seeing the big number, and I don't want to like I'll look at an hour and a half and go, oh, I don't want to do that, and then I'll watch Seinfeld for three hours. <laughs> so I don't. It, if that, so <laughs> that's that, your that issue. You too, but somehow with things you've probably already seen. <laughs> yeah. If if that. If that's your issue, just I'll tell you right now, get mono. <laughs> you got no excuse. Hey, how's the spleen? It's all right. It's getting there. It's still huge. But uh, I went, I left the house today. That was cool. Um, all right. So, Sam, I believe you're up next. Uh, yes. This is another broad one where, uh, no, I'm going to do a specific one, actually. I don't know. All right. I'm going to do L for Home Alone. This one's cruel. Easy. This is, no, this is easy, actually. I thought about it. Home Alone. You get two. Now, I'm not even going to say you get, like, five, because the other three that they made after the two doesn't count. But, I mean, it counts, but I just hate them. But I will I, trade both the Home Alones uh, for Elf any day. I grew up on Home Alone, and I still don't even know if I, could, if I can do it that easily. 
Elf is incredible. I love Elf. I watch it every year. Uh, Home Alone is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. I could watch Home Alone when it's not Christmas time. I really, really love that movie. <laughs> so that's yeah, the other pick, Home Alone. I don't know. I thought I thought maybe Elf was going out of style, and then this past season, it's just every time me. you watch it, man. Every yes. time you watch it, <laughs> exactly. It is. Is it? This would be. This would be wild if the if the millennials go with with Elf and the and the Zoomers go with uh, Home Alone. Yeah, <laughs> Elf was like oh four though. I mean, it was oh three. Yeah, it was like really early, two thousands. It was ahead of its time. I don't know, man. That just that that has got to be the hardest one, though. It is yeah, I'd be amazed if there's a, something more difficult on your list. There's, there is. I think there's one more that's just I, as bad. Just, I think even just for the line where they get to the window and Kevin had ziplined over to the uh, treehouse <laughs> and Marv goes, maybe he committed suicide. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines. That's, in film that's the, yeah, as many lines as there are in Elf between the two. Home Alone movies, like you no, know, there's some good. There's some good quote subtle more. ones. Like there's some good subtle ones like that. Wow, too. what a hole! <laughs> like yeah, no, th- there are them. Like that's a good call. So do you go with Elf then, both of you, straight up? I, I kind of think I might. Damn. It seems crazy to me in my head, right? Like, but I, I think if yeah, if I had the, nah, I don't know. Wow, tough yeah, cut. Yeah, that's, tough that's, cut. It, it, it almost it. feels like I would go with Elf and then possibly regret it. Yeah, <laughs> but then I would also do the same thing the other way around. It, yep. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah, I pulled the trigger easy on him alone there. It's but, not. It's not that easy. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. What's a good? All right. This is just kind of another. It's another one-off, straight-up movie one. Um, super bad versus old school. Oh, uh, this is another one. It's impossible. Actually, you could have you could have made this harder for me, with a different movie. Uh, but. So I think I'm keeping super bad. Like, I think I'm keeping super bad. Yeah, I'm but definitely keeping super bad. If you I didn't would watch have, old school enough. Here, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna change this hypothetical for a second because it makes it way harder. Super bad or Wedding Crashers? That is harder. <laughs> wedding Crashers <laughs> is my favorite comedy ever, and I've said that so many times. I keep Wedding Crashers. I lose super bad, but super bad to old school. I keep super bad. Superbad is my favorite comedy ever. I'm picking Superbad over any of them. Dang. Yeah, That's I think tough. I still go Superbad. But yeah, Wedding Crashers is much more I think difficult. I would. I think I would probably keep Wedding Crashers. Uh, yeah, like I've watched Wedding Crashers front to back. I've, I can might be, it, it might actually be the, the first whole movie you ever remember seeing. In, yeah, so I was just going to say, maybe, <laughs> maybe I have such an attachment because I was shown it at age seven by my babysitting brother. <laughs> Only for our mom to come home with Vince Vaughn and the woman's tits on his on her, on his face. I kept you in the kitchen for that part. No, you didn't. <laughs> I watched that straight up. I thought I it, did. But we watched it in like one of those condos at Hilton Head when I was like thirteen. Once it was just oh, on TV, and we watched it. Enough. He was like, he was literally legitimately like six. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> you guys watched that movie a lot. Like yeah, whenever it a, was on, it stayed it, on. It's probably second. It's probably second to Dumb and Dumber in like, for me in like how many times I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's that a, or, that's a fantastic comedy. Like that's my my fantastic. top three is probably that Dumb and Dumber and Anchorman. Yeah, Anchorman is hilarious. <laughs> you know what? Speaking like, that's of that, an interesting question for all of you. What's the one movie you've seen more times than any other movie? 
I, I asked this before recently to my family and I figured out it's probably a Christmas movie because I watch it every year. So it's probably Home Alone. No, nah, any of the Harry oh. Potters are Back to the Future for me. I couldn't tell now, you how many any of them. See, see I, would, I would challenge that because I know how many times you've seen some Disney movies if we count. Oh, well, yeah. Like, but <laughs> I don't consciously think about those times when I was like seven and watched like even including, but even including the even including those moments, I still think I'm I've probably seen Dumb and Dumber more than any other movie. Like start to finish. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Start I see. to fi- start no. to finish. I'm. I don't think. I think it's. I, I. I think it's preposterous to think that I'm. I'm in triple digits, start to finish. <laughs> but I. I'm not far away. <laughs> My mom has has told me that when I was very young, I used to um, put Shrek two on, and as soon as it ended, restart yeah. it and watch it again. So maybe Shrek too, and I just don't. <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, no. So Greg would literally. It would. It was like a movie for a month. It was like one movie for an entire month. Somehow you did. You did change your your taste, like on a thirty day, like regimen. But like, there was one movie that was watched possibly twice a day, for like a month straight, and it was just on. Because if it Jeez. wasn't on, you were just you were just incorrigible. Well. That's all I roll. And that's still how it is. Back to the Future is one of those movies. So for the next one, I'm going to go broad again and just do the genre of war films or the genre of sci-fi films. And you're in sci-fi. I keep sci-fi. Well, maybe. Wait, wait, wait. Does that. So sci-fi technically includes superhero movies, huh? Um, Um, I think it depends. I think it includes. Iron Man, because it's technology that he's using. I think I think it includes the entire. It includes everything. Verse. Yeah, it's like sci-fi slash fantasy. It includes. It also yeah. So that's the other thing, right? Like, what do you call Harry Potter? Because I see it on the sci-fi channel. That's not science. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I think that's a. That's not science fiction. That's not science fiction. That's fantasy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I agree. I agree with you. It's fantasy. Superhero movies are sci-fi. I think, which makes this a tougher. Which makes us a lot harder. Yeah, you got to say goodbye to like what Hacksaw Ridge, Saving Private Ryan, Fury. Yeah. I mean, there's go so back. many. Well, um, yeah, the, pa- the Patriot. All, all quiet on the Western Front. Last of the Mohicans. I'm. I'm, I'm not sci-fi. Yeah. I'm not huge on war movies. I there's you know classic ones that I really like. I think I'm more likely to put on a sci-fi film than a war movie. So I'm I mean, that's sci-fi. the thing. Yes, but. But if you think about what if you think about what having like what having really well done war movies like how the important that is like, I, when you I, think do, about, I do agree with that like on the on a on a greater scale right like outside of purely entertainment right having very well done war movies is way more right. important especially like now that's true then what about when the aliens come of no prep I think. <laughs> If they're only disappearing for me, I'm going to pick sci-fi. If it's just going for the whole world, I do think war movies are more important. That's the kicker. Like, I I can't, yeah, Yeah. if it's only for me, yeah, I might be, I might be with you. But if we're erasing them. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. I didn't think of that. I mean, speaking of sitting down and rewatching, I have once sat down, put on Saving Private Ryan, and then just started from the beginning whenever it was over. So, like, maybe not. Maybe war is my, my genre. I used to, like, love 
like gruesome war movies, even though, like as a kid, mom, I remember. Mom you had a weird time, obsession but... with them. It's not. I don't know that you loved them. You you just were a little like you were a little obsessed. Yeah, so that's a tough one. So we got three sci-fi's and a war for posterity. What do you call? <laughs> okay, here's what. Well, so Pirates of the Caribbean's a sci-fi movie, right? No, no, because it's magic. No, 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 it's not. Well, no. why not? Is it? Wait, 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 what are so here? That's adventure fantasy. fantasy. Well, yes, it is. Is it though? Yeah, the lore of the seas, Calypso. I, it, I think I would so. So, so where, where would you loop in Greek mythology? Was is that sci-fi or is fantasy. that fantasy? I think that's fantasy as well. Because you it's, think I, so? I yeah. think so. It's not science. It's, it's, like, it's magic. Magic isn't yeah. science. Yeah, maybe yeah, no. I don't that know. exceeds the bounds. So that does it for sci-fi, war, all together. Let's go. Let's go with another holiday one here. Halloween versus Friday the Thirteenth. I think this is easy. I think it's easy too. Yeah, it's take. Halloween. Okay. Permission for a hot take. Both. Sure, wait a minute. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lose both. <laughs> oh God. I I'm a, a horror fan, but I hate the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I don't think any of them are good. I think at best the first one is like a turn your brain off kind of schlocky b movie but it, they were never designed to be good there's a whole I story tend to about hate the almost all horror movies yeah that's really? fair i know oh. a lot of people do Dang. no i think this is easy halloween i mean Fred, jason's more of a hokey villain michael myers is just so much more iconic it's way more believable i think like just the way that it's done i don't know i think it's cool to paul do you weigh in there yeah, I'm keeping Halloween. I, I pretty much agree. It's yeah, that one's pretty cut, iconic. Pretty cut and dry. So I don't know, uh, Greg and Michael, if you are aware of uh, the Criterion Collection. It's a distribution company that gets the rights to older or independent films that don't have wide releases and releases them on Blu-ray. Uh, me and Paul have gotten fairly into it, so I guess... This might be more targeted to Paul, but I have here uh, every single A24 film or every single film on the Criterion Collection. Which I would probably, I think I, I, I would like a larger percentage of A24 films uh, in terms of content matter in, in, in ratio of how many exist. But I think that the Criterion Collection just has an enormous amount of classics so i'd keep the criterion collection i agree just for the fact that it's like 1100 movies and a lot like the majority of them are good movies is it because like i I was able to find a couple but like yeah it's a ton it's yeah it's a ton of movies like over a thousand so yeah yeah you gotta go with the breadth there like the the wide range i i agree with that that's a strong but i do like everything a24 has been doing I, I like a lot of them, yeah. yeah. All right, Mr. Fantasy over there. Uh, how about Harry? Well, this is all of you, not just Michael, but I'm just saying. Uh, Harry Potter versus Lord of the Rings. It's a very easy Lord of the Rings for me. You're you're keeping or? I'm, I'm keeping Lord of the Rings, yeah. Yeah, I think I am too. Paul? I feel like I re-watch Harry Potter more, but Lord of the Rings is like, oh man, it's so good. <laughs> I think, yeah, I go with Lord of the Rings. Dang. I'm the only hot take. I, I love one. Lord of the Rings. Like, don't get me wrong. 
but if there's something with me and Harry Potter, like I, it, it is my favorite fantasy series, no matter what it's up against. My justification, but is, uh, I think, you know, I like to watch the Harry Potter, yeah, Harry Potter movies. I think the first and second are very nostalgic, and you know, can watch them during Christmas, Halloween, whatever. But I believe, in my opinion, there is only one good Harry Potter movie, and all three of the Lord of the Rings movies are great. So that's just where I stand. Yeah, that's fair. It's totally a personal thing with Harry Potter. But, you know, Lord of the Rings epic. But the third Harry Potter movie is very good. Now, Fonzo Cuaron's an amazing director. So we talked briefly about Tarantino earlier. I'm going to put him up against a different director uh, in Brian De Palma, who has done Carrie. Uh, he did the first Mission Impossible movie. He did Blowout, I talked about in a different episode. Um, the original Carrie? Uh, yeah, the one from the 70s. He I go Tarantino here, I think. Uh, the Untouchables. Oh, I do remember The Untouchables, yeah. I, Carlito's Way. I think Scarface, that's his most famous movie. I don't know why I didn't say that. Oh. I that think huh. maybe it's because I watched a lot of Quentin Tarantino when I was like in high school. I have gotten very burned out on his movies. <laughs> and I think Scarface is a really great movie. Blowout's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I think Carrie is is a very good 70s horror movie. Uh, the first Mission Impossible movie, I think, is by far the best Mission Impossible movie. I probably still won't take him, but I do think it's closer than... <laughs> I, I do think it's closer than uh, it probably should be. Just putting a good word in before you yop him? <sighs> I don't know. I I like Brian De Palma's style better, and a lot of Quentin Tarantino is kind of bitten from Brian De Palma. He, he takes a lot of his visual uh, inspiration from Brian De Palma. Yeah, but I, those I movies are very iconic. Definitely Tarantino. Just Tarantino yeah. All right. Fair like, enough. Paul. Well, I like think Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah, I go Tarantino. I, I take Django up against any movie, and I think. Yeah, that alone gives me uh, Tarantino gives Tarantino the edge. Yeah, I shouted out Django on our uh, endings episode, Paul. I mean, I can watch Glorious Bastards over and over again too. Yeah, yeah. you could say that exact same sentence with just like insert title. Yeah, from him. But um, yeah, no. So another uh, bring it back to the comedy sphere here. Um, Jump Street versus American Pie. Both Jump Streets and then just like any of the American. Oh, that's yeah. so easy. That's so easy. You say that. I figured you'd say that. Yeah, so which well, one? You know, even obviously. I, I suspect you're keeping sure. American Pie. Yeah, it's like not. It's not even close. Yeah. I, I gotta say this. I didn't see. Thing is, I didn't watch American Pie enough. I think. Again, I think I'd go Jump Street, just because it's more relevant in my mind. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the Jump Streets are hilariously fun. Like they are outrageously funny, and I might even put one like top five favorite comedies, but also up there is American Pie. You you and, would like, put Twenty One Jump Street in your top five comedies? Maybe actually, when I think about it realistically, because we already mentioned I don't like, even think, so, so my cousin I'm Vinny. on the American Pie side of this argument, and American Pie isn't none of those movies are even in my top five comedies. Well, the first one might be for me. 
Hold on. I, love I think Thursday. we need to hear Greg's top five comedies. <laughs> like, now that I think about it, there might be some that take that spot. Like, off the cuff thinking, like, Wedding Crashers, as we said, super bad. My Cousin Vinny. Maybe 21 Jump Street or maybe American Pie. One, again, one of those two. That's why I put them up against each other because they compete for that spot. And then, like, I don't know. Dumb and Dumber, like, we're the Millers or something. Uh, so we're the Millers. That's hilarious. We're the Millers. is hysterical. I heavily dislike the American Pie movies. So I think <sighs> 21 Jump Street wins by default. Just it's, a zoomer really- it's a zoomer tank there. Dang. This one's Browns versus Susie's. <laughs> yeah you get a little i get i have a little bit of nostalgia that comes with american pie too right because that like, like that those came out like when i was in middle uh, school right you know it's so yeah no that makes sense i don't love the 21 jump street movies either i think they're serviceable comedies i just for whatever reason really dislike just tossed one in my pie. top five this guy calls them serviceable oh yeah i mean <laughs> Just the, the characters in American Pie are amazing. Yeah, they're, they're way better. Like, sure. they're just so, it's much, way more like, they're so much more developed. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah and, and that's why I say, you know, it, relevant in my mind. Like, if I go and watch both these movies this weekend, I could very well say, you know, American Pie. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm not sure. Here's an under underrated, underrated comedy that might sneak up there is role models. I almost, oh. I almost said <laughs> No, Fletch is also the Fletch isn't even like underrated or like under the radar. Fletch is just there. That's just up there. Yeah. No, but I almost put super bad against role models instead of old school. But I thought oh, super bad. No. I mean, role models right. gets crushed in that. Yeah, role models. Yeah, that's, gets a, that's that why it's, it is a funny movie, movie though. <laughs> 20, 20, 20 ounces. We started, we started talking about American Pie and it got me. It kept. I yeah. had a Sean William Scott train of thought going. Yeah. Uh, Sam, you got any more over there, or did you exhaust your list? Uh, yeah, I do. This is a a matchup of uh, you know composers do scores, and I'm putting up uh, Ennio Morricone, who did a lot of Sergio Leone's spaghetti western films. He did the Dollars trilogy. He did Once Upon a Time in Holly uh, in America. Once Upon a Time in the West. Um, he did the thing. He did one song for Django, so I'm counting that. Uh, he did Hateful Eight uh, versus Danny Elfman, who does you know all the Tim Burton movies, yeah. just a ton, a ton of stuff. Yeah. I'd go Danny Elfman, honestly, for me. Just I definitely go. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm a tougher. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Well, no, I, I was even going to go a little different than yours. What? Okay. Zimmer or Howard Shore? I go Zimmer uh, between those two. I go Zimmer as well, although I really love the uh, Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Yeah, I think, well, you know what? I mean, Zimmer, I, you got, I, I got Pirates, Batman, Doom yeah. now. Yeah, it's like every, yeah, it's just the, the yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that the highlight. Lion King. The highlight, I think you have one with probably a better, with more breadth. And the other one with a well, that's the why I think of, the more the be, the best overall. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think the more fair comparison, though, with breadth and quality, is John Williams and Hans Zimmer. That's what was, yeah. that was going to be my next like composer one because there Which I think I also go that one's that one is that one's very impossible. I think I'm getting rid of Zimmer though. Yeah, me too. I think 
I like uh, John Williams's music more, but I like the movies that Hans Zimmer has scored more. So it depends on how we're basing it. Just I can't live, with, I can't live without the Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. then John. Well, that's true. Jurassic Park is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think John Williams is the better composer. But yep, I agree. So Sam, I, I guess that's it. back to you because mine was Zimmer and Williams there. Okay. Paul, Mike, do you have any that you want to that are itching on you now that we got the juices flowing, or you just still cool? Just let well, I threw a couple. I threw a couple audibles yeah, in there. That was. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, throw, I'll, I'll throw one in there. I'll say the uh, the first Ghostbusters or Back to the Future. Back, Back to, to the Future. future. <laughs> Back I to love... the Future as well. <laughs> Paul's hat got me got me inspired. Oh. <laughs> Which I was trying, I'm trying to think of a different, of a different like adventure trilogy to stack up against Indiana Jones. I think Pirates a good comparison, good comparison could be Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Which I do. What do you take or leave? Pirates. Uh, I think the Indiana Jones movie, the that trilogy are better movies, but I like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies more. I watch them more often. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever like, and we all saw this together for the first time. But I don't think I've ever actually enjoyed going to a movie more than that first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Do you guys remember that? I I do. We all went. We all went together. Yeah. I don't. But man, we were like the same age. Yeah, surely you can remember that. I don't remember Sherlock Holmes actually even more though. You guys were yeah. You guys were pretty young. Yeah, I think we were three. I, I don't remember that. Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes is more vivid. No, you were older than three, but you were pretty young. I, 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 drove, I know I drove to the movie theater, so you guys were at least seven or eight. Is that where you ran out of gas? No, I've never run out of gas in my life. So <laughs> No, you, you, you were, what, what it was was, no, you were running out of gas. And, and you said you were going to coast down all the hills. All the oh, right, right, right. It might, that might have been the time. You I remember been, that. Probably scarred <laughs> you. You were probably traumatized. I just got these two. I got these two kids in the back. I'm just worried about running out of gas. I'm 17. I, fortunately, we weren't that far from I, home. I remember that. I'm sure it the scared the bejesus out of you. Oh, man. Wow. Well, that's a callback for sure. It was, it was July 9th, 2003. Which means so I was like two. So I just I traumatized you too much after the movie for you to remember seeing the actual film. <laughs> oh my oh gosh. Um, I have I have two uh, actor ones that I can just rip like back to back. I have DiCaprio versus Damon. So sit with that for a second, and then I've got Matthew McConaughey versus Ryan Gosling. Total filmography. I can I can easily go DiCaprio and Gosling. I keep those. Two. Well, who is DiCaprio up against? Damon. So I guess you keep the Departed either way. Yeah, or you get rid DiCaprio. of it either way. <laughs> or you get. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting rid. I'm getting rid of Damon. I think I am Damon. as well. I'm gonna keep Damon because when I was looking earlier, there's like you got losing Goodwill Goodwill Hunting would be Goodwill Hunting's the biggest hit to the Saving day. Private Ryan. Saving Private yeah, Ryan too. That's a bad one too. Yeah. And then what's there's one right after Goodwill Hunting. When did it come out? Shoot, he did another one. Then this I, I love movies like the. I don't know if you've seen the Adjustment Bureau. I thought that was awesome. The Martian. He's in Interstellar. Keep in mind, he's like the got one guy in Interstellar. 
which is like one of my favorite movies of the last 10 years. So like I got to keep Damon for especially for Interstellar. Wait, Interstellar, you're thinking uh, McConaughey. He's in it. He's in it for no, 10 no. minutes. Oh, he's oh. also in Interstellar. Oh, they're both in it. Oh, okay. And if we're going to play that technicality, he's technically in Thor Ragnarok as like the fake in the play. That, that was one of my favorite oh, yeah, movies. Okay. It was funny though. I don't know. Yeah, I and don't then, think I just thought it was okay. okay. Like I, like overall I thought it was just a very like I don't think any of Damon's uh, movies sway me from, um, I lost it, Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, um, Django, and Inception are three very, very good movies. Also, Catch Me If You Can. I love it. Probably the most under, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, Inception's Don't sleep on on Titanic either, I mean. I mean, I don't like Titanic, but. It's hard not like to like it. it. Yeah, you guys also might have swayed me there. Just listing those off. And so, yeah, I might have to go to DiCaprio. And then, and then you I'll, say keep, the other and I'll keep Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey. There it is. Oh, uh, yeah. McConaughey gonna, versus Gosling. I'm going to do Ryan Gosling as You're well. You're keeping Gosling? Yes, I'm going to keep Ryan Gosling. For Drive? Well, not in, I mean, that's one of them. I, among among I others. The, I love the nice new, guys. That was, Blade Runner. Nice Guys is a great comedy. Blade Runner 2049. Uh, Blade Runner is great. Uh, he's in he's in some like independent movies that are very good. Dallas Buyers Club though. Yeah. One of the best. He's been confused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear the days. I mean, I feel like I would have chosen McConaughey like you know a few years ago, but recent Gosling stuff's been really good. That's uh, true. Uh, no, they're again. Those were two that I knew would be tough, and when it came to actors, so I put them up against each other, and I didn't have the heart to put Forrest Gump or Tom Hanks against anybody because I just couldn't think of anyone who I would have chosen. Well, I'll think of one. Uh, how about Tom <laughs> Hanks or Denzel Washington? Ooh, oh. that's brutal. I'm mm. keeping Denzel Washington. I'm also because he's Denzel actually Washington. one of my, like he's top three actors for me. Yeah, Forrest Gump though. Again, just to bring it to like one movie, even that's a top five just in general movie for me, all time. That might be yeah, my yeah. Desert Island actually. Even though we said funny and not like super heavy, but like that to me that has it all, and it's so complete that like I might just have to say Tom Hanks. Uh, I think for me, Denzel Washington's top end of movies I like. Like Training Day, Malcolm X, and the recent uh, Macbeth film. I didn't are, see that yet. The oh, it's really good. Of Macbeth. Are just like edge out Tom Hanks, although I do think they both have very, very good filmographies. Catch me if you can again. Hanks yeah. and Denzel. Impo- this is another impossible one. <laughs> uh, we'll I have, Chris Rock. I'm keeping Hanks. I'm keeping Hanks. I can't, like, there's just nothing. I don't yeah. think there's any. Force in the universe and can make me get rid of Forrest Gump. Exactly. Like, also, Forrest Gump, Toy Story, Captain Phillips. Yeah. Well, he does have. Yeah, he's got. A, I'm really only heard. I could actually. Those. I could actually probably. If you put just Philadelphia Gump up against any Denzel movie, oh, like oh, up against yeah. Denzel's entire library, I think I'm probably keeping Forrest Gump and just getting rid of Denzel. Jeez. Just like that one. Movie. Wow. Oh my. I mean, I'm kind of with you, but that's that's a lot. That's a bold statement. <laughs> I don't think it's that bold. It's I, that if I actually had to pick my probably my like 
like overall like favorite movie of all time, it's probably that. Yeah. Wow. What were we thinking, Greg? Like two, two, three more? Yeah. Well, then I'll do one, and I'm going to do uh, Spike Lee or David Fincher. Oh, I did. I had Fincher against Villeneuve earlier, but yeah. Okay. Um, he's a jug. I mean, remind me of some two juggernauts. Some... Social Network, Fight Club. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I got seven. You. Oh, man. I think he did. Oh. There's another one I'm missing. That I like love of his. I got to go Fincher here. I mean, you're talking again about like right there, three of my favorites. In seven yeah, Fight I think Club it's... Social Network. I feel like. Ray, a lot of like a lot of the stuff that it a lot of Spike Lee stuff is probably before your guys' time too, a little bit. I feel like yeah, like a lot of like his best movies are just like not really as generational for you guys or even like me really. Uh, I this is another one where I have to look at the top end because I think that they're pretty comparable, um, like filmographies. And I think Do the Right Thing and She's Gotta Have It and Malcolm X, like I mentioned a second ago, are prob- just edge out like seven Zodiac and Social Network, which are my three favorite Fincher movies. So I think I'm going to pick to keep Spike Lee. I haven't seen Bamboozled yet. That's one that I want to see. That's a Spike Lee movie from, I don't know, the 90s probably. I gotta go Fincher though with like the three you mentioned and then again Fight Club and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo Gone Girl I do think um, the game he's done a lot quickly he's done a lot quickly oh yeah the game is one of the most underrated movies ever if you haven't seen the game watch that no I've seen yeah that movie holy crap and I actually will do so confused I will do one more because I forgot I put this out here Uh, Scorsese or uh, Stanley Kubrick, Martin Scorsese or Stanley Kubrick? Scorsese, hands down, absolute. Um, I'm doing Kubrick, hands down. Paul? I think I go Scorsese, Scorsese you know, Martin Scorsese, because uh, probably because of cinematography. All of his movies have this great cinematography. Yeah, in my opinion. absolutely. I think I'm. I think I'm riding. I think I'm riding the Scorsese train too. So my yeah. justification is <laughs> uh, a lot of Scorsese's early movies. I don't. I don't want to say that they're the same because they're obviously not. But like, I think they're very similar movies. A lot of them. But then I don't know. You have stuff like uh, the Last Temptation of Christ, which is a, a weird, weird one for him. Raging Bull is very good. I don't know. I think because Kubrick has a filmography, it goes from the 50s to like the late 90s. That's, I don't know, that's so many years of really, really good movies. And like the top end, The Shining is incredible. Um, 2001 is incredible. Early movies, Passive Glory is incredible. What? The 2001 is incredible? It's one of the hot take. I hated 2001. Oh, that's a horrible (laughs) opinion. No offense. I, I also like his, his 50s movies, his really early ones, Paths of Glory and The Killing are two of my favorite uh, Kubrick movies ever. I think uh, Eyes Wide Shut's good. I like that. 
don't know. Yeah, I think I'm picking Kubrick. Yeah, I I, I do get the selection there, me Sam. I do, I just have something against 2001. I don't know. I hated it the first time I watched I'm it. I'm not gonna lie. I I think I didn't really like it last time I watched it. Man, I agree you guys. You, I didn't enjoy it. And if you're going on years, I mean, yeah, you got Kubrick. What you said, 60s to late 90s or or 50s late 90s or whatever yeah. it was. You got Scorsese, 70s now. <laughs> I mean, it's just just as long. That's true, but uh, tr- just trying to think of his 70s movies. I think Taxi Driver is good. I think it's mean a little streets. bit overrated. Mean Streets, I think, is fine, especially in comparison to the rest of his movies and in comparison right. to Kubrick's movies. Um, Raging Bull, I haven't seen, so that's not... I can't really talk on that. A lot of his newer stuff, I'm not super into. Um, you got Goodfellas, yeah. you got uh, Casino, The Irishman, The Departed. Yeah, Some I, real heavy hitting titles there. For that's me, what I'm saying. Like personally. The Irishman, I thought was fine. The Departed, I, I tend to be lower on than most people. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he, Gangs of New York, I'm lower on than most people. That's right. He did that, too. Last Temptation of Christ, I do think, is very good. After Hours, I haven't seen. I've heard that's very good. King of Comedy is incredible. That's a like amazing movie. I'm still, I'm still right. doing Kubrick. <laughs> that's fair. Since you, guys haven't, that's fair. since you guys haven't done any actresses this whole, this whole time. Oh, that's right. right. Jennifer Lawrence or Natalie Portman? Lawrence. Throw it. Throw oh, it. Uh, Wars. You throwing Ooh. V for Vendetta and Star Wars away? I think I go Natalie Portman. I like Black Swan as well. I like Hunger Games, though. Silver Linings yeah. Playbook. That's, Silver Linings Playbook. I don't I'm know what to Lawrence. do with it. I I'm really don't know Lawrence. what to do with that one. I'm giving Lawrence also just because I think she's a better actress. I'm not huge on either of their filmographies. I think they're both good actresses, <laughs> but I don't really like very many of the movies they've been in. So I don't know. Probably Natalie Portman for Black Swan because I do like Black Swan. Mike, what do you say since it was yours? I'd probably keep Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, I get Lawrence. But speaking of which, now I, I want to throw out one more because actresses. I just wanna, yeah. Um, but I'm going to put out Frances McDormand or uh, Meryl Streep. For me, this is easy, but I think it could be difficult for some people. I'd go McDormand. Actually, that's, McDormand. that's also my easy. I think. I think Meryl Streep probably made most of her best movies like before, like too long ago for like you got like, you know what I mean? I think I, I would expect that. But the thing about McDormand is she, I think she started good and was always good and still good. So like, yeah, I mean, the director part, didn't go down yeah. at all. The, the Academy, the Academy just loves Meryl. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fargo to three billboards. She delivers. And those are two of the biggest ones I've seen of hers. How wasn't I didn't watch Nomad Land. I haven't seen Nomad Land either, but I heard it's good. I don't know. Meryl Streep is another one like uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Natalie Foreman, where like I think I you know I'd be crazy to say, oh, she's terrible. But it's just <laughs> I don't know. The movies she's in, I'm just not super big on. There's the some movie. really good older I mean, she's she's in some really good older ones. I just think it's ironic after we just kind of did like a whole episode of like Sophie's Choice with movies and and stuff. <laughs> what an ending, huh? 
I, yeah. I will say though, um, adaptation choosing in two thousand two is probably in my top ten favorite movies ever. It's a Charlie Kaufman movie. It's very good. I'm trying to think now, what what line am I thinking of? Was it? Oh, it's like Sophie's Choice. It's a oh. sarcastic. Oh, in Modern Family. Is it in, maybe I'm thinking Friends. Maybe Chandler says that. I thought it was a movie, but I guess it might be a show. That well, I think I think well, I, that that line I think that you're referencing comes up a lot in a lot of different yeah, stuff. That's fair. There's definitely a Modern Family line like that where Cam says something like that because he also loves Sophie's because he loves Meryl Streep. Right. All right. Well, I think that does it then. Right. Thanks for coming so. on, you guys. Did you, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was awesome. I, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, I just, uh, we'll have to get Joe on too. He's the only brother that didn't make it. If you get the yeah. scientist, get the scientist yeah. on. He'll tell you the difference between science fiction and fantasy. Yeah, I need a definition now. Because too much, they're getting, they're, they're getting, um, you know. If it doesn't come from science, it's not science fiction. Harry Potter magic doesn't come from science. So thank you all for listening. You know, if you have any disagreements, anything you want to shout us out on, let us know on our Instagram. It is now at not the final cut. I believe is our handle. So just let us know on there if you have any disagreements. Maybe we'll do this again at some point and you know post them on there on, on some stories to get some get some of you guys voting and uh, see what your thoughts are. But again, love to hear all your feedback as we're just starting out here. So thanks a lot for listening.